Welcome to the Work Life and Motherhood Podcast with Mommy Culture. I'm Megan Taylor, and I believe there is a better way to navigate work-life motherhood than us all individually reinventing the wheel. In this podcast, I explore the common experiences in work-life motherhood, the science behind those experiences, and some tools to navigate through them. Welcome back to the Work Life and Motherhood podcast. I'm Megan Taylor, and as always, I'm grateful you're tuning in and spending some time on yourself today. In this episode, we will be digging into one of the tools introduced in episode two, where we were with guest Elizabeth Wood of Matrescence Fourth Trimester Planning. Elizabeth and I briefly discussed how helpful it can be to get clarity on one's values. I know, I know. You may be thinking, but Megan, I don't need that fluffy stuff. I need to know how to find balance in my work life, achieve my personal and professional goals, and not burn out trying. I get it. So I'm going to offer up one of my mommy culture, by the way, that's the name of my business, one of my mommy culture guiding principles, which is trust the process. I offer up to you that you cannot and will not find the work life you desire without first discovering and getting clarity in your values. If you have not listened to episode two, that's okay. You can go back and revisit it at any time if it is of interest to you. Trust me, I was skeptical of spending time in value exercises in my own life and even with my clients initially. Then, Thanks to the coaching certification program I participated in with the Center for Parental Leave Leadership, I began to get curious about the role that value exercises could play in my client work. You can probably guess what I found. It was and is incredibly powerful. Why? Because getting clear in one's values is empowering for decision-making. Let me say that again to underscore the importance of today's topic. If you are able to clearly identify, understand, and embrace your values, you will empower yourself to choose with intention. You will find more peace of mind and confidence in your decisions, and you will experience less regret and guilt with the trade-offs of those decisions. Speaking from the eye and owning my own journey related to this type of work, my instinct is to lead with my head. But what I have found through many missteps and much practice is that harmony comes from a place where head and heart are aligned. If I make decisions based on logic and data only, there's a good chance I'm going to face conflict along the way. Said differently, When we make decisions without a deep and conscious awareness of how those decisions interplay with our values, that is when we experience work-life conflict. Okay, now that I've hopefully convinced you to listen to the rest of this episode, let's roll up our sleeves and dig in. First, let me offer up some definitions of values to you. Cambridge Dictionary defines values as the principles that help you decide what is right and wrong and how to act in various situations. Merriam-Webster defines value as 
relative worth, utility, or importance. C, I'm not making this up all on my own. Wink, wink. Next, let me offer some real examples of how I've seen this play out in my client work. One client of mine had such a moving experience with her values exercise that she and I both ended up with chills and even some tears. And neither one of us consider ourselves criers. Let me walk you through the synopsis. When we started the exercise, she was filtering with others in mind. Every value she brought up and shared with me was through the lens of why she'd choose that for someone important in her life, her kids, her partner, her sister. So I nudged her and suggested, hey, let's do this again, but this time let's identify values that are for you, not for others. Like so many of us in motherhood, she had lost her own unique identity and had morphed into a caregiver for others. But when she filtered values for herself, wow. It was a signal to her that she mattered, and it was a data set we could then use to make decisions on how she spent her time, with whom she spent her time, on what she spent her time, and so on and so on. Not all value exercises with my clients yield that powerful of a breakthrough, but Every single value exercise I've completed with a client does provide a data set on which we can base decisions. It allows us to find areas of one's life that are in and out of alignment with our desired state. One other tidbit, and my final nudge to encourage you to get clear on your own values, is even my clients who have spent time identifying their values previously always get something out of this. In this life chapter, When we are being pulled in so many directions across our work-life motherhood, some values may change. Some may double down in importance. Some may stay but take on expanded meaning. Whether this topic of values is new or old hat to you, I encourage you to spend some time exploring what your value set currently is. If you want some additional support doing that, subscribe to my premium content on this podcast and I will guide you through a values exercise that I have used many times with dozens of clients. Play around with this, stay curious, and trust the process. I'll leave you with a mantra that may help you stay present to this idea of values and the powerful role they can play in work-life motherhood. And that mantra is... I am open to understanding my values. I am open to understanding my values. I am open to understanding my values. Until next time, be well. Thanks for listening. I hope this episode provided some insight that many of you can use to start discovering a version of work-life motherhood that feels right to you. Tune in next time and maybe even share this podcast with some others in your network. Make it easy on yourself to never miss an episode by clicking follow on your listening platform of choice.